This is the Canadian Taxpayers Podcast. We fight for lower taxes, less waste, and more accountable government. I'm Chris Sims. I'm the BC Director of the CTF and my colleague and my friend, Franco Terrazano. He's holding down the fort as the Federal Director for the CTF in Ottawa. So Franco, this is part of our ongoing series of special election season broadcasts and podcasts. And we really needed to dive into something that's complex and mysterious. It is the potential of a home equity tax. So the sale of your primary residence, possibly getting dinged with a big federal tax on that. So let's jump in. Uh, Where do the parties stand when it comes to the issue of a home equity tax? Well, Simmer, the short answer is the parties say they are against it, but we do have very good reason not to totally believe them. Now, before we get into the long answer, let's just dive into a little bit more detail on what exactly is a home equity tax. So right now, if you sell your home, the house you live in, you don't pay a federal tax on that sale. You don't pay a tax on the proceeds or the profit, so to speak. Now, that's been the case here in Canada for generations of homeowners. But, and this is a very important but, the federal government seems to be sniffing around our homes for new taxes. Yeah, they want a chunk of that sale money. Now, how much money? Are they looking to chunk out? Well, it's a lot of money. A recent article by the group MoneyWise estimates that homeowners in BC could be hit with a tax of $29,000 when they sell their home, and folks in Ontario could be nailed with a cost of $36,000 when they sell theirs. Now, those numbers are based on average home sale prices in their regions, At the end of the day, (laughs) that is a ton of money getting ripped out of your nest egg and handed to the government. It really is. And just to reiterate, uh, that MoneyWise article is an excellent piece. And a very uh, respected group put that together. $30,000? Who has a spare thirty grand to hand over to the federal government? That's a lot of money. That's why so many people are really worried about this potential tax. You know, many people count on the value of their home that they're living in to take care of themselves in their retirement, in their older years. So say you're an older couple, you lived in your home for decades, you sell, you use that money quite often to literally pay for your heating bills and your food after you sell and downsize. Not everybody's got a couple of government pensions to rely on. So a lot of Canadians really count on that. And this is important too. This isn't just an issue for older retired folks. Younger people count on the sale of their starter homes in order to move themselves up the ladder. So to give you an idea, say you're a young couple and you've squeezed yourself into a downtown condo. You've got a child or two. You now want to maybe have something with a backyard for your kids to play in. You sell that condo, you sell that apartment, you take every nickel of that sale and you put it into your big down payment for your next house. That's how you move up the housing ladder, as they say. But now the government wants to reach in and take a chunk of that. Why? So this is a really big issue. And this is why here in Canada, our homes are often our nest eggs. So the liberals, they're denying it up and down, left and right, that they're even thinking about creating a new tax of this type. Last July, so rewind to last summer, Liberal cabinet minister Ahmed Hussein made a rare statement on a Saturday about this issue. Quote, the government of Canada is not looking at changing capital gains on primary residences. This is not under consideration by our government. 
any suggestion otherwise is false, end quote. Okay, minister says there's no fire, nothing to see here, but there's a lot of smoke and that's what has people worried. And just now, here's some smoke. During this election campaign, the Trudeau liberals have announced that they are including a form of a home tax, a sales tax on homes in their platform. They just made the announcement that people who purchase a home, live in it, fix it up and sell it will have to pay a so-called house flipping tax if they move out of the home in under a year. So let's listen to what Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said during this announcement. If you work hard, if you save, your dream of having your own place should be in reach. But for too many people, it just isn't. And that's not right. You shouldn't have to move far away from your job or school or family to afford your rent. You shouldn't lose a bidding war on your home to speculators. It's time for things to change. Oh, that sounds nice, doesn't it? Sounds like the Liberals are just trying to help people buy their first home. But we're not really hearing the specifics from that clip. So let's really dive into the Liberals' backgrounder on that policy. Here's what it says, quote, We will establish an anti-flipping tax on residential properties, requiring properties to be held for at least 12 months. This will reduce speculative demand in the marketplace and help to cool excessive price growth. Changes in life circumstances due to, for example, pregnancy, death, employment, divorce, or disability will be exempt from this property. Well, Simmer, you know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like a tax on the sale of your primary residence, doesn't it? But, okay, you, you are allowed under this policy to sell within the year and not pay the tax if the reason for your sale and your move is approved by the government. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds to me like the government will have to hire another wing of bureaucrats at Revenue Canada to assess the reasons for your under a year residence sale. Um, so what kind of paperwork would they need there, right? Would they need written job offers from employers, death certificates, moving truck rentals, just add bigger government to wade through that nonsense. Mm -hmm. Now, so far, they are targeting so-called flippers because, well, it's easy to score political points off them in some areas, especially Vancouver. But let's think about what these so-called flippers are actually doing. Well, a lot of the times, these folks are purchasing homes, they fix them up, and they sell them. So they're providing a service for Canadians, right? A lot of people may not want to renovate a home, but want to move into that neighborhood. So these so-called flippers are actually providing them a service, right? Providing Canadians a service. But the second thing is, well, what about the people who actually rely on so-called flipping as their job, right? It's their job to go into a neighborhood, to fix up the house, and then to sell it, right? So we, we are forgetting that these are important services and many people rely on this activity as their source of income. Um, but look, I mean, under this liberal policy, if you sell your home earlier than the liberals deem uh, good, then they're going to send the tax man after you. Yeah, exactly. And if you really take a look at the details like you just did on the so-called anti-flipping tax, uh, this could be the start of a slide down a very slippery, very steep slope. 
So we know the feds are thinking hard about taxing even more people on the sale of their homes. And we should explain why we know that. You know, why are we kicking up such a fuss? Why are we saying there's so much smoke here? Well, this is why. So this story broke wide open last summer when the investigative journalism website Blacklock's Reporter posted the story online that the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, the CMHC, was spending $250,000, that's a quarter million bucks, to participate in a study with a group out of UBC. Why is that a big deal? Well, this group out of UBC has repeatedly called for new taxes on homeowners. They've either said some form of a capital gains tax on the sale of your primary residence or a home equity tax of some sort. This same group out of UBC published a previous paper that said right there in black and white that the federal government alone, maybe the province too, but the federal government alone could rake in $7 billion a year if they had such a tax. Yeah, but for some reason, when the story broke, the CMHC denied it. They Mm -hmm. accused Blacklocks of shoddy journalism. I mean, here's a tweet from CMHC's Evans et al. last July, quote, reiterating that CMHC is not spending $250,000 to consider any tax on housing. I know you got this info from media sources. You've been a victim of irresponsible reporting. Yeah, those are some strong words. But here's the thing. The Canadian Taxpayers Federation and our investigative journalist, James Wood, he filed a bunch of access to information requests. And he got a bunch of emails going back and forth between Stahl and the head of the UBC, the UBC study talking about the possibility of taxing home wealth during the study. So this is clearly and obviously something the CMHC and the folks at UBC are looking at, right? They are studying the idea of taxing us on the sale of our homes. It's right there and it's in black and white. Yeah, and much of the language coming out of this UBC group is based on the notion of some form of wealth redistribution. They use the term fairness an awful lot in their writings and they often have homeowners as the target. Um, There's a lot of anti-homeowner language actually coming from the CMHC, which is surprising to a lot of people. Um, In December of 2019, Sadal gave a speech and he said, quote, our dream of homeownership is static and regressive. We need to call out the glorification of homeownership for the regressive canard that it is, end quote. So that's pretty contrary to the feelings of most Canadians. Uh, We actually have some of the highest home ownership rates on the planet here in Canada. Around 68% of us own a home and many more want to do so. That same money-wise piece that you mentioned earlier, it actually states that 48% of even younger people, age 25 to 35, 48% of them already own a home. And of those who don't, I found this really interesting, 84% say they plan to in the near future, meaning they wanted to make that purchase of their home. You know, we value owning our own homes. We value private property ownership. We value using it as we see fit. We like taking care of our homes. That it can be an investment in our future to take care of ourselves is an excellent thing for most people. And that's why taxing our nest eggs is crossing a line for so many people. Our homes are our castles. This is really personal. 
Yeah, and look, if the feds are not planning on hitting Canadians with a home equity tax, then why do we need to report how much we sold our homes for on our tax reforms? You know, the line on your tax filing papers is right there for everyone to see. And it's asking you if you sold your home, your primary residence, and if so, for how much money you made on it. So hey, I got a question, you know, if the tax man ain't taxing it, then why is the tax man asking these questions? So if you're a politician out there, and let's say you're running to be reelected in the federal election, and you want to put voters' minds at ease on this home equity tax debate, then you should be all for deleting that line from the tax filing forms, right? Just get rid of it. And remember, I mean, this election, uh, all elections, is what put voters in the driver's seat, and we are in that driver's seat right now. Right. So we should be emailing party leaders. We should be telling them to back off our homes, to not uh, tax the sale of our homes. And look, when they say scouts honor, we should say, nah, prove it and delete that reporting requirement. Absolutely. Uh, this is crossing the Rubicon for so many people. I've gotten a ton of emails and phone calls over this. Taxing the sale of the house that you live in, that is your home, has been a big no-no in Canada for a lot of years. And politicians know that most homeowners are actually kind of repulsed by this idea. Like I said, it's personal for a lot of people. They get really mad about this. But here is this tax, this weird anti-flipping tax creeping up the back steps by first trying to target people for payment because they didn't live in their house for as long as the government figured they should. But what's next? Is it going to be a two-year residence requirement and then you get taxed if you sell? What about five years? Why not 10? So we know that the liberals are promising this anti-flipping tax in their platform, but promise to go no further. Where are we with the Conservatives? What's their stand on a home equity tax? Well, we actually got uh, some good news for taxpayers there, right? They, the Conservatives have both said verbally and in writing now that they will not create a home equity tax. And it's right in there, in their platform on page 57. Here's what it says, quote, Canada's Conservatives will never tax Canadians' capital gains on the sale of their principal residence. Yeah, so that's a very clear statement from the Conservatives. They are explicitly rejecting a home equity tax. So that's the good news. Uh, but you'll forgive me for being a little bit skeptical, Chris, because we have heard something similar to this in the past from Aaron O'Toole. I mean, remember when O'Toole, when he was running for CPC leadership, he said he would fight carbon taxes. He even signed our pledge, Canadian Taxpayers Federation pledge, promising to repeal Trudeau's carbon tax and then to not put one in of his own. And of course, now he is getting ready to ham hammer families with a carbon tax of his own. So, you know, don't get me wrong. The fact that the conservatives are explicitly rejecting a home equity tax is a good thing. But yeah, you'll forgive me if I'm a little bit skeptical. <laughs> and this again brings us back to that reporting line on tax forms. If the conservatives want us all to believe them more about this issue of the home equity tax, that they would never create such a tax, then they should commit to deleting that reporting line and they should do it out loud and they should do it with their faces during this election campaign. Okay. So we've done the Liberals, and they've got an anti-flipping tax so far. We've done the Conservatives. They say they will never do something like this for home equity taxes. I was looking through the NDP platform online, and I don't see it mentioned anywhere, and I don't see many quotes of NDPers talking about this. What's been your take? 
Yeah, that's essentially what 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 my take as well. I mean, it's, it's something that they're not talking much about, but that's really why that we should be asking all candidates when they come knocking on our doors what their stance is on a home equity tax. For sure. Uh, I did speak with a member of the federal NDP's campaign team informally over text message, and they said they are a clear no on this, that they're not going to add capital gains tax to the sale of primary residences but you don't see it in the news much when it comes to the NDP. So we have to hold them to account on this. We need to get them to make commitments out loud. This is a real issue and it's not going away. As you've pointed out so many times so well, Franco, our federal debt right now is more than a trillion dollars. That means the government, bureaucrats, whatnot, they're scrounging around for cash. They're looking under the couch cushions at this point. And this was really interesting, and it should tingle everybody's spidey senses who lives around the Capitol. The Globe and Mail, they ran an editorial earlier this year, back in March, and it's asking, questioning if it was time to look at the capital gains tax on the sale of homes. Looked like a big, fat trial balloon. It was under this headline, quote, Canada's wild housing market is making a case for the country's most unpopular tax. And then the piece, piece finished with this one sentence here, quote, the measure of a thing isn't its popularity. Canada had the right idea a half century ago. It's time to consider taxing capital gains on the sale of principal residences with the exemption large enough to spare the average homeowner. That idea started life as a classically Canadian middle ground. It could be again, end quote. So all that language used in there and that piece sounds like a trial balloon, which is, of course, an idea that is cooked up from the government, either politicians or bureaucrats or both. It makes its rounds through the rumor mills of all the Ottawa watering holes, a lot of pubs on Spark Street there. They chit chat about this. And then it lands in a major newspaper. Oh, how'd that happen? <laughs> like the Globe and Mail. This way, though, the bureaucrats and the politicians get to gauge reaction. And if it's a big stinker, if the trial balloon pops, they can say, oh, well, it wasn't our idea. That was just something in the newspaper. Yeah, you know, this is actually keeping in line with a lot of tactics that these tax pushers do, right? Many many of the players involved here, they really like to push for for additional tax hikes, in this case, a home equity tax in their academic papers, or when they're doing quiet studies on taxes. But then they hit the panic button when average people get wind of their ideas and get angry at them. But hey, look, if this is such a great idea, if you're a huge proponent of a home equity tax, then, then why don't you own it? I mean, us at the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, we are huge pro proponents of lower taxes. We think it would make Canadians' lives better. And that's why we own it. But also, Chris, you know, if this is all about home affordability, it should take pretty easy common sense to understand that this wouldn't work, right? And for two reasons. I mean, first, either charging a home equity tax would encourage people not to sell, which would reduce the supply of housing and, of course, raise home prices. Or second, I mean, people might just add on the tax, the home equity tax onto the sale price, driving up prices. So both ways you look at it, just using a little bit of common sense shows that, I mean, a home equity tax would not improve affordability. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to be uh, a rocket science economist to figure this out. Uh, if you decide not to sell, that means the house is off the market. So the supply is reduced. Or if you just add the cost of this tax onto the listing price, that means that the house is more expensive. 
So these eggheads are going to tackle the real problem of housing affordability, this big housing crunch, by reducing the supply of homes and making them more expensive. We actually debated a UBC professor about this issue. Uh, he's with UBC, but he's not actually with this group. His name's Tom Davidoff. And we debated him on CKNW's Mike Smith show. And he admitted that this tax could easily make homes more scarce and make them cost more. Listen to this. Sellers will just put the price up that much more. You think they're just going to eat that and not put well, their listing price up more? Uh, well, let's think about that. So uh, it is true. And, and this is absolutely a, a ding on the capital gains tax. Look, all taxes are lousy. You know, you have to name, you know, it's, it's hard to name a tax that people like paying. So the government has to raise revenue from somewhere. The question is, how bad is the distortion to the capital gains tax? And it's true. Uh, people slow down the rate of sales a little bit, right? They're less inclined to sell and they don't, you know, you can't, you can't ask more than the market price for housing, but you might argue okay. uh, that if there's fewer homes for sale, uh, there is going to be a higher price. Yeah, I can almost hear that professor's chalk hitting the floor as he stood at his blackboard there, right? Look, the idea of taxing homeowners on the sale of their home is bad. And, and and it's supposed it's one of the things that they're trying to sell us on is that this is going to help make homes more affordable. But I think everyone outside of politicians and PhDs understand that if you want to improve affordability, the last thing you do is raise taxes, right? Of course. And look, what this home equity tax, it wouldn't improve affordability. It's quite the opposite. I mean, this would just be another tax grab. I mean, as the professor said, quote, the government has to get revenue from somewhere, end quote. And look, Simmer, at the rate of the government's spending, I mean, the feds would be burning through that $7 billion that they rake in through a home equity tax in about a week, right? They would just burn through it and waste it. And remember, folks, I mean, we do not have a revenue problem here in Ottawa. We've got a big old fat spending problem here. Absolutely. Um, folks, if you own your home or you hope to be able to afford to own your home someday, you got to pay attention to this. Uh, the risk of us all getting saddled with a home equity tax in this country is very real. We've checked to see what the parties are officially saying about it, and they're all running away from this faster than secretariat. Okay. But if they're not planning on taxing us, once again, why are they asking us about our home sales on those tax forms? Yeah. And remember, folks, there's a, there's a few different ways that we can all make sure that home equity tax doesn't find itself here in Canada. The first thing is, please email those party leaders, contact them, let them know where you stand in a home equity tax. But the second thing and extremely important is, well, I mean, let's remember that elections are just a golden opportunity for us to have our voice heard, right? So when those politicians come knocking, trying to get our vote, Let's first make them say where their stance is on a home equity tax, right? Let's make them squirm a little bit. And, and finally, uh, please do share all the stuff that we have on, on taxpayer.com. We also have a petition there um, that is against a home equity tax. So please go there, sign it. We'll include the links in the show notes and please share it with your friends and family. And on that note, that is the show for today. Please do share this show with your friends and family so that we can get more Canadians fighting against a home equity tax. And now before I let you go for good. We just got to give a huge shout out to our investigative journalist and podcast editor, James Wood, for making it sound like we kind of sort of know what we're talking about. 
Hi, I'm Scott Hennig, President of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation. If you've got another minute, I'd like to ask you to think about the one person you know that would really enjoy listening to this podcast. Do us a favor and do them a favor and send them a quick note to let them know about it. At the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, we believe there is power in numbers. That's why we've worked so hard to build an army of taxpayers who are ready to push back. And we did it because people like you shared our work with that one person that they knew would really appreciate taking part. Thanks for listening, and thanks for doing your part to make Canada a better place.